we turn into our green, blue hymnal to 633. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. Continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you know the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. In It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. We did not follow cleverly in vented stories when we told you about the power of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in the dark place, until the day draws, dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man. But men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us continue in prayer. God of power and might, as we offer our gifts to you this morning, we remember how dependent we are on your love and mercy for every good and helpful thing in our lives. We affirm in our giving that all the money and possessions in the world
cannot rescue us from the demons that torment and tug at us every day. When we've tried to fix things on our own, we have failed. When we put our trust in your loving power made known to us in Christ, we have found our lifeline. Dedicate these gifts in our lives that we might not only find our way, but lead others toward Jesus, our rock and our redeemer. Amen and amen. And brothers and sisters in Christ, if you feel so compelled to tithe with our ministry, there's multiple ways in which you can do so. You can go to one of our storefronts and purchase any of our merchandise, whether it's the mental health merchandise or ministry merchandise, and all proceeds go back to the ministry to help others. Or you can tithe directly with us through our tithe button on our Linktree account. Whichever you choose, may the Holy Spirit guide you in that decision. Our gospel for this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke. Chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. Then they sailed to the country of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for it had often seized him. And he was kept under guard, bound with chains and shackles, and he broke the bonds and was driven by the demon into the wilderness. Jesus asked him, saying, What is your name? And he said, Legion. Because many demons had entered him, and they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. Now, a herd of many swine was feeding there on the mountain. So they begged him that he would permit them to enter them. And he permitted them. Then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the lake and drowned. When those who fed them saw what had happened, they fled and told it to the city 
and in the country. Then they went out to see what had happened, and came to Jesus and found the man from whom the demons had departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. They also, who had seen it, told them by what means he had been demon-possessed, was healed. Then the whole multitude of the surrounding region of the Gadarenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear. And he got into the boat and returned. Now the man from whom the demons had departed begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus had done for him. And this brings me to our message for this morning, entitled, From Madness to Stillness. And as we begin here again, I'd like to give that reminder, if you're someone who likes to journal, please feel free, hit the pause button or whichever, on whatever form you're watching, go forth, Grab your journal, grab something to write with, come back, refill your coffee, your tea, whatever you're drinking this morning, and come back ready for the message. And as we begin our message this morning, I'd like to ask the question to you of what in your life could be a little mad? a little hectic, a little chaotic. You see, when we look up the definition of madness, the definition reads as the quality or state of being mad, such as a state of severe mental illness, behavior or thinking that is very foolish or dangerous. Now, with that said, we see in our gospel scripture from this morning, we see Christ going in a boat to the, the land opposite of Galilee and immediately being confronted with this man. And apparently this is a man that is chained, that is bound, that is naked, because he is possessed by demons. This man is having erratic behavior. He's not sleeping in a house. Instead, he's sleeping in graves, in tombs, 
And we see this man break these bondage chains and flee into the wilderness. And I, I ask you this question now as we're looking so far the beginning of this. Did this behavior make sense? And the answer is no, it didn't. You see, maybe this behavior made sense to the demons that were possessing this individual. Maybe it makes sense to even one demon if they were possessing because they were okay with living with brokenness. They were okay with living with hatred. They were okay with living in fear. But that doesn't make sense, nor did it make sense to Jesus. And Jesus followed this man, and he continued forth, and eventually he got to a place with this man in the wilderness, where there was swine or pigs grazing nearby. And we see these demons even looking at Christ and asking him to not condemn them to the abyss, not demand that they flee this man and go back to the abyss, but give them a chance. In fact, they notice the swines and they say, Lord Jesus, we know that you're going to command us out of this man but can you let us go and possess these swines instead and run about? And the ultimate thing here is Christ actually obliges the request of which then he commands them out into the swine. And they enter the swines and the swines become mad and run around. And ultimately the swines end up running into and going into the lake or the water there and drowning. They end up dying anyway, which means if the body dies, the demons then end up going where they said they didn't want to go. And in this instance... We see the miracle of Christ being able to cast out demons. But does that make sense? And when we see Christ perform these miracles and we think about it, even if we saw it, does it really rationalize with us and make sense? If we look at it from a logical standpoint, and this is why there's constantly that battle of belief and those that say Jesus didn't exist. God doesn't exist. You have those naysayers out there, brothers and sisters. But yet, when we have faith, everything that we read in the gospel in scripture makes sense. Everything we read in gospel and scripture when we have faith is understandable. We believe in the miracles that Christ performed because we have faith in it. And we have hope that those same miracles that we are reading can happen again. Because it is through faith that we believe in these miracles that Christ did. It is the power of the Holy Spirit 
It is the three in one God, the Holy Trinity, that we see. But when we sat there, we also saw Christ giving choices. And again, Christ gave that choice to the demons. He was casting them out either way, but he gave them the choice to go in and possess the swines on which they ended up going to the abyss anyway. But he still gave them that choice. And as we continued on, when the people asked Christ to leave their land, he gave them that choice to be able to ask them. And he honored that choice that they made for him to leave. And when the man he healed asked him to stay with him for a little while longer, he didn't. In fact, he actually instructed the man to go back to his house and reside there, clean of all evil spirits. But just like Christ gave them choices here, when we choose to walk with Christ, we choose to work on what we are called to do. And what we are called to do is serve others. So when we sit here and we make that choice to attend this church service or another church service, we make that choice to be in the spirit, in the time, in love, in light, in peace, in joy, in truth. We make these choices to ultimately, when someone asks you, what do you do? Sit there and tell them, yeah, I do this full-time, which gives me money, but I also run a full-time ministry. Or to sit there, we have choices, and sometimes we don't choose right. And maybe it haunts us a little bit afterwards. Or brings us down, and it's the thought process of why didn't we make the correct choice? When we hear or overhear someone talking about the Bible app or ministry or ways that they are able to, you know, find a relationship with Christ in their lives that fits their lives, and we miss that opportunity or we choose not to address that opportunity of welcoming them into a church family, welcoming them to a ministry that fits their needs. But ultimately, Christ brings forth that clean spirit just as he did in today's gospel. When we make that choice to walk with Christ, we make that choice for Christ to enter our lives and clean us from the things that keep us from him. Unfortunately, in life, we tend to say, we want Christ in our life, but we don't want to be cleansed from the evil spirits that haunt us from the evil spirit that keep us from that true relationship with Christ and honoring what he wants us to do. Brothers and sisters, Christ also brings forth that stillness in our lives. Just like when he drove the demons out of the man in our scripture today, 
Just like when he calmed the storm, when he was with the disciples in the boat on the sea, Christ brings that stillness forth in our lives. When we feel that storm, that madness is getting too much. But what we don't see, brothers and sisters, is we don't see that our choices really reflect how Christ is in our lives and how we portray Christ in our lives. The people of that town allowed themselves to be stricken with fear, paralyzed with fear, to the point of asking Christ to leave their land. Christ obliged because he knew staying would only force more terror and fear on them. He knew the seed of hope was planted, the seed that showed the truth of the power of Christ in our lives, in that instant, in their lives. Now, how many of you, brothers and sisters, will make the choice to allow Christ to bring that stillness to your life Today, how many of you have made that choice yesterday, a month ago, a year ago, many years ago? But ultimately, it comes down to a daily basis. If we want to talk of things, let's relate this to AA. Let's relate this to someone struggling with mental health. Let's relate to this to someone just struggling with anxiety and depression or anything, ultimately. Maybe it's health risks with eating, who knows? But ultimately, it is a day-to-day -day choice. It is a day-to-day -day process. On day one, I said, I choose you, Lord, and I am baptized in your name. On day two, I said, Lord, use me. How can you? I be of service to you? But ultimately, each day we choose to either walk with Christ and allow him to tear down the evils in our lives, in our souls, in our hearts that hold us back from our true calling, or we choose to remain in the madness, remain in the storm, remain in the things that continue to block us from that real relationship with Christ. Today, I chose to wear my Micah Tyler shirt, my Micah Tyler different shirt. And in that song, it's a reminder, Lord, that we want to be different. It's a reminder to you, brothers and sisters, to choose to be different. This world is going to teach us that it's good to be ordinary and all be alike. It's good to conform to what this world wants you to conform to. But ultimately, it's allowing yourself to conform to the sins and evils of this world. The lusts, the addictions, the hatred, the sins. But if we choose to be different and we choose to walk with Christ, we choose to allow him to embrace our lives and use us in his way. As servants of God, as speakers of the words of truth from the gospel itself.
Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, as we finish up and wrap up here this morning, do you make that choice to allow Christ to bring that stillness in your life? Or do you remain in the madness? You were asked at the beginning to think about the things in your life that bring chaos and madness and storms. I'm asking you to look at the one thing that can bring stillness and joy and hope and peace and ultimate love and light to your life and accept it wholeheartedly. Embrace it wholeheartedly and allow yourself to be transformed wholeheartedly. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we lift up to you our brothers and sisters who are hearing this message, and we ask you to help give them the discernment and the strength to make the choice here today and each and every day, as if it is day one all over again, to embrace your Son, Jesus Christ, to embrace you as the Father, to embrace the Holy Spirit as our guider and deliverer, to embrace you as three in one God, the Holy Trinity. Ultimately, to hand ourselves and humble ourselves to you. To make the choice to allow you to bring stillness in our lives. And courage and strength and love and joy and peace and ultimately hope. Instead of storms and destruction and madness. Allow us to be transformed by you and not of this world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen and Amen. Let us pray. Most holy and eternal God, you dwell in the heights of heaven yet you walk among those who refuse to see you. Hold out your hand to those who rebel against you and free us from the chains that bind us, that we may be healed by Christ and proclaim his saving deeds to all of the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Brothers and sisters, please join me in doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen and Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face tor turn towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord 
have his face shine upon you and give you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed Father's Day for all the fathers out there. For all of those who are celebrating Juneteenth, may you celebrate all that is in the history of this day. And you know how important this day is. Go in peace, brothers and sisters of Christ. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.